Welcome to the MI Honey Podcast. This is the midweek product highlight. All right, welcome to the midweek product highlight episode four. And this week we're going to focus on Latitude Outdoors saddle the classic two i ended up buying the saddle uh, for this hunting season basically wanted to get an additional tool to be able to be a little bit more mobile uh, i had a big goal of trying to hunt public land quite a bit this season and i had purchased a kind of more of a mobile tree stand uh, at the end of last season but with you know, testing it and you know, kind of trying it out and whatnot. I just really felt like, like it was an improvement over a standard like steel or, you know, a, an all-season, you know, hang and hunt type tree stand. But it was still, I mean, it was certainly a lot lighter than your typical tree stand. But it was still just kind of bulky. And you know, when it comes to wanting to pack in, you know, your stand, your sticks your bow you know a backpack with all and your hunting equipment in it uh, it was still quite a bit to carry in so i made the decision kind of late during the summer to look into doing a saddle uh, you know kind of try it out see what the big hype was with it and basically just kind of tinker with it and try it out see if it's something i like so when it came to looking for a saddle you know there's certainly several different brands out there i kind of priced out or kind of researched a few of them uh you know some of the other ones i did look at was with tether trophy line and i hope i'm saying this right is cruiser i believe it is you know kind of kind of some things i was wanting to look at is you know where these saddles are kind of made you know that i made that part of my deciding factor of you know, I try to get as much American-made equipment uh, for my hunting gear, uh, especially as I can. So I kind of looked at, you know, reviews of the different products. I took in consideration again where they were made, kind of the features, uh, and just kind of figure out what ones kind of uh, seemed like the best option for me. Now, you know, I kind of was a little biased to Latitude Outdoors because they are a Michigan company. And it turns out that a good majority of their stuff that they make um, is made, you know, in the United States or made right here in Michigan. So that was a huge, you know, checkbox that they, you know, they checked off. So, so they kind of had uh, a leg up on some of the other companies. So I looked at, you know, basically Latitude has two main different styles of saddles. They got a two-panel, which basically is a two-piece system. Uh, you can kind of fine-tune and adjust it a little bit more to you know, fit your individual you know, size and comfort. And then they have the one I settled on was the Classic or the Classic 2. So it's basically a second-generation saddle that has a single panel, so it's just one big piece there. And I, and I wanted to go with that uh, just because within it being that one piece, it seemed a little bit more simple than the their Method 2, which is that two-piece system. I didn't want to get anything that was too complex or you know I don't I didn't want to jump into the one with all the options uh, especially if I didn't know if I didn't if I'd like it or not 
So again, went with this, the Classic 2, the little bit simpler version, and it was a little bit cheaper too. So, so I ended up buying their, basically their starter kit. Uh, so that kit included the saddle, lime belt, a tether, and the you know, necessary carabiners. And one of the biggest things that kind of made them different than all the rest of the, the saddle companies is that they didn't incorporate any uh, type of like buckles for um, you know the belt or you know securing the saddle. So they basically use like a there's like a rope belt on it um, that has essentially like a double or has like some type of Prusik knot. Again, it's a little bit different than a Prusik knot, but some type of knot where you can then cinch it up and slide it and slide it loose again. And that's how they secure it. And the idea with that is you know basically eliminating those buckles. Uh, it's not as going to be as heavy or you don't have to worry about any of that metal you know buckling clanking or trying to silence it in any way now the one downfall with uh their site in the company company is that they do not uh you know make or manufacture a platform or climbing sticks uh, so you do have to go with a different company for that or go elsewhere to find your climbing sticks or uh, find your platform if you use one with that rope belt, that was certainly intriguing to me. I wasn't sure if it was something that would be secure uh, as compared to a buckle, but ultimately it, I actually like it better than what I think I would for the buckles. You know, quite similar to like the buckles that you'd have on a typical safety harness for a tree stand. You know, they're really nice, they're easy to you know clip on and off. You do run that risk of, you know, them clanking and whatnot. But one of the biggest things that I run into is that as I go throughout the season, as I layer with more and more clothing, bulkier clothing, you end up having to you know adjust those buckles or adjusting the straps so that it fits you better, so it's not super tight around the legs or across your chest or anything like that. And that's the one nice thing about this rope belt too, is that basically to, as you put it on, you cinch it up to whatever tightness it needs to be now, when I first you know, took it on for the first few hunts, I wasn't quite used to the feel of walking with that saddle on. So it did initially feel like it was wanting to, or it felt like it would slide off uh, a little bit easier. But you know, having walked quite a bit in it now, just by cinching that, you know, getting that saddle cinched into place with that rope belt, it doesn't move at all. It doesn't bunch up. It doesn't sag. You know, it doesn't slide down your body at all, which I was quite surprised with that type of system. So they actually thought that through quite a bit to make sure that that stayed put as you walk in and out, even with carrying all your gear in. Even some of the spots that have gone quite a ways with it, it even does scouting while still wearing the wearing the saddle, and it stays right with me. And the other thing that seemed a little bit different than some of the other companies as well is that they incorporate a vertical support basically like a webbing or strap whereas I noticed on some of the other saddle manufacturers you know they had those uh, supports or the, basically to give the the saddle to make sure it keeps its form and doesn't bunch up on you that the other saddle companies have that running horizontally where this one they focus on having that run vertically and it, it does what they say it's supposed to do, where it stops it from wanting to bunch up. So even if I move around the saddle, make adjustments, 
the whole saddle moves without you know one end or hanging up or starting to fold over onto itself you know even with the probably close to two dozen hunts i've had out of it now it stays stays its true form and doesn't doesn't want to bunch up in any way so it's still quite comfortable even when making adjustments where i don't have to make any major adjustments to that saddle not sitting properly and then with this with the classic 2 they did make some upgrades over the classic they've changed the the bridge or if i guess if you don't know uh much about saddle setups or anything like that the bridge is basically that rope that attaches to the to basically the little harness part that wraps around you that connects to the tether that's connected to the tree so that's the bridge if you don't know anything about saddle hunting that's kind of a brief overview if if you are a major saddle hunter please disregard my poor explanation of what the saddle is and how it works and everything like that so they did make that out of steel rope now instead of the other rope that they had used before that steel is going to be a little bit lighter than the rope that they had before and it's a little bit easier to work with um, at least from what they've said i've had you know very little issue when being able to adjust the length of that so basically they added another Prusik knot to where you can slide the up and down uh, adjusting the length of that that bridge and what I've noticed is that basically the longer you have that triangle shape from that bridge from the harness to the rope then it will have a little bit looser feel to it but it does relieve some of that tension on your hips from that saddle or if you like it a little bit tighter you shorten that up and it'll have a little bit tighter feel feel a little bit more secure now one thing i did note with the prusik knot a couple times is that you know basically from if i have that prusik knot set in one spot for you know several hunts and then i try making adjustments sometimes it feels like that prusik knot gets a little too tight and i have to kind of mess with that prusik knot just a little bit it only takes a few seconds but loosen that prusik knot up or loosen its hold essentially and then i can make those adjustments to the length of that that rope changing that angle for if i start getting uncomfortable and then they do have a removable leg straps so they use this little g-hook uh, bracket that hooks onto some sewn-in loops that are attached to the saddle so basically there's one loop that's in the middle of the saddle on the bottom and then you can bring that up and it attaches to underneath where the or essentially to the front of the from that saddle and again this simple little hooks hooks into it, it has a little cl little class that close it up to make sure it doesn't slide off again that's something that you can you know leave off the saddle you can walk in without having those leg straps there and then you can add them in uh, as you get to the tree and make your ascent up the tree there now the one downfall that i've ran into with it so far is that they have those little elastic uh, loops that are to um, hold down the, the the tag end of that of those leg straps so that loose end from when you tighten it up now I noticed on one of them on those elastic straps it almost seems like it's gotten stretched out now and doesn't hold all that well now with that tag end I really don't notice it getting hung up around me or anything like that so even though that that part kind of seems like it failed uh, it doesn't deter me from you know feeling like I need to make an adjustment or fix it in any way those tag ends they just don't bother me now certainly if you if they are bothering you then that would be certainly uh, a major thing that you'd want to be able to get fixed but for me it's a minor setback um, on a pretty well-rounded product 
uh, at least in my regards. Now the other thing with the tether knob again, I didn't know anything about the ropes that would come with it and I have used lineman belts you know in the past with you know hanging tree stands. So I was familiar with the lineman belt system with the Prusik knot. But this is certainly they use a certainly much better quality rope. So for the lineman belt uh, and the tether they both use 8mm it's sterling oplox. So it's a little bit different style of rope. I've never really dealt with this type of rope before. It's a very small, very dense rope and, it, and they use that for um, basically the rope itself and then they also use it as part of the hitch or the little piece of rope where that connects your carabiner that has that Prusik knot tied into it. Now that rope for both the tether and the liming belt, they're cut at eight and a half feet. So it gives you plenty of room to work with, especially on some larger trees. Uh, I guess I'll jump into this right now where I actually have lost uh, my tether rope. It's probably somewhere out in the woods somewhere. So I ended up uh, being able to use my current lineman belt and use that as my tether rope because again, it's essentially the same rope. The only difference is that it had additional carabiner added to it. So I simply swept that out and I had tried to use some of my older lineman belts. Well, what end up what I ended up running into is that the current lineman belt that I had was actually a little bit too small for the size of the tree I was trying to climb. So having that eight and a foot, eight and a half foot rope gives you plenty. I've climbed some trees that uh, I probably were probably a little bit too big to be really, you know, wanting to go with, but it seemed like the right tree to go with. So no issue with the length of the rope and being able to get up and down the trees, uh, either with the lineman belt or wrapping around the tether. I ended up running over to Jay's, trying to see what they had because I knew that they had products from Latitude Outdoors, but unfortunately for their lineman belt or their tethers, they were all out of the ropes. So then I had to look into uh, another brand. Now the one thing I did notice is that the ones that they had there were a much bigger rope, so it's 11 millimeter rope. Which at first I was like, how big of a deal is that going to make in comparison to that eight millimeter that I was using? Shouldn't make much difference, but it ended up being a pretty big difference. With that rope being a little bit different, you know, with it being a little bit wider and a little bit heavier, I probably wouldn't even have batted an eye on it if I had started out with those ropes. But with that heavier rope, it did seem a little bit harder to maneuver. Uh, getting up and down the tree. It just seemed to hang up a little bit more. It wanted to catch more and I actually really missed having that that smaller you know smaller diameter rope. Uplux that Latitude does use it grabs on the tree really good but the moment you start to take tension off of it then it, it's able to maneuver up and down the, the tree a little bit easier. So depending on you know the type of bark that was on the tree it does seem to not catch and have to it doesn't bind up nearly as bad so it still holds really good if you put tension on it and doesn't slip but the moment that you try to move it manually it slides quite easily and you're able to make adjustments getting up and down the tree and the other thing that i realized was a huge huge thing for me was with the the both the tether and the lineman belt where the carabiner connects to the uh, rope it has what's called a, again, I might botch this, I believe it's called a tender. And what that is, at least what they have on their ropes is basically a little plastic D-loop 
on the carabiner and then also a, and then it has a little you know inch and a half two inch uh, strap that has another D loop on the other end that's connected to your rope so when you pull up on your tag end of either your lineman belt or the tether it will push on that Prusik knot allowing it to slide easily only use one hand operation now if a Prusik knot if you don't have something like that then there's either two things you can do you use both hands you hold your tag end with some tension and then you push on that Prusik knot from the bottom or, or from the top depending on which way you're trying to slide it to relieve that tension and allow it to slide or if you're trying to do one-handed you basically have to inchworm it with one hand and push it up so when you're trying to climb up the tree with your climbing sticks or getting it, you know, getting set it in the tree, you know, it makes it a much bigger task to try to maneuver and attach things to the tree by not having that quick and easy single hand adjustment that's fast and easy. And then also with some other accessories that I had bought with the, the saddle, uh, they have two little dump pouches uh, to be able to hold like your ropes. So basically in one one dump pocket that I have, I hold my lineman belt, the other one has the tether, and then they have two, or they have each one has a little zip up, uh, little outside pocket that's a little bit smaller. On uh, one of them, I hold my gear strap, which they also have available as well. And then also the back band uh, that I've also purchased with the system. And basically what that is is to where you can attach you know a little bit higher up on you and it wraps up and, and basically ties in where your tether rope is and you can use it as a back support so with that backband it's a little small thing it packs up and folds right up into that little small pocket i've tested it and it is quite comfortable to rest back into so i tested it it is comfortable it doesn't seem to be in hindrance in any way to be able to you know, execute a shot or anything like that but honestly i haven't had to wear it uh during the course of a hunt yet so I've you know sat in the sand for you know three four hours at a time, and had not had to you know pull that out to you know ease my back or anything like that. Now the other one again is the gear strap. Again, pretty ingenious little device there. You know, quite similar to a lot of the gear straps you see, especially in the in the saddle world where they're going for very minimal setup. You know, a lot of times you'll see like a daisy chain like loop system in it. With this one, they basically have a, a adjustable loop, so it's a loop. And there's a little plastic band on it that holds to the strap and you can move those around so especially depending on the size of the tree that you're dealing with or even if you want to take some of those off you can remove some of the loops if you don't need all them all of them on there now the other thing that's really awesome about this gear strap is that the tag end of the strap so the part that will hang loose once you've adjusted on the tree has an additional loop on it with a uh, basically a little bracket where you can adjust the length of that tag end where that loop is and it works great as being able to hang up like a backpack or some of your gear on it and with that little bracket on it you can adjust the length of that again one-handed use so you can grab on that tag end lift up on that tag end and it'll pull your gear up closer to you and then you can let go and it'll stay there with that little bracket holding it or you can pull on the bracket a little bit relieve the tension on it and you can slide it back down out of the way so if you need to you know move it out of the way so you can see better or especially what i realize is that 
when you're trying to you know swing over to make like an offhand shot you can have that your gear down out of the way so it's not going to interfere with your bow in any way so you know at this point i really i'm really happy with with a saddle now again i was a little hesitant on if i really wanted to get into it it would have been another expense and a little part of me just didn't want to get into that you know buy into the hype of something but i was like you know what give it a try see what you think of it and honestly for the style of hunting that i did this year especially it seemed to really fit fit well and i really fell in love with it quite quickly you know it's kind of one of those things where i was kind of you know disappointed, my, disappointed with myself for not you know trying this sooner it just works for me you know again i know everyone's a little bit different some people really love the tree stands some people ground hunt um this saddle setup this seemed to really fit fit me and how i like to hunt and again for comfort wise you know i've done several hours sits now again a couple of the cons those prusik knots sometimes do get a little tight to where sometimes i do have to make an adjustment to them just kind of loosen them up that way they can slide a little bit easier again and then with those leg straps those little elastic loops you know which i've never been a huge fan of that style of kind of retention for those tag ends of you know brackets so like if you have it like on a backpack or something like that they never really hold up anyways and then i guess another uh i guess a downside with the latitude systems is that they are a little bit more expensive than some of the other competitors out there so you do spend a little bit more on it but again with it being a michigan company and you know u.s made products and if not you know michigan made products you know built into there as well you know i was willing to you know fork out that few extra dollars um, to support a company like that and really they just seem to you know the idea was with these systems is they were basically looking at the, the systems that were up now and trying to make improvements on them and they basically came up with their own product um, and it really seemed to work they've really thought it out and i was extremely happy starting out with it now again having been new to saddle hunting you know a lot of these features you know someone may try out to have that have experienced saddle hunting before and think they're not all that great but it really seems to make sense for me and i do love the simplicity especially of this classic system uh, there's not a lot of bells and whistles with it it's just straightforward does the job so when with that again if you're considering wanting to do more mobile hunting and wanting a really lightweight system and you want to look into saddle hunting you know check out latitude outdoors with some of their systems you can watch some of their videos where they can explain it a little bit more in detail and explain it probably a little bit better than I can. And I would certainly recommend, you know, Latitude products or the Classic 2 to anyone out there that wanted to consider it. You know, very good product, very well thought out. So if you're interested, check them out at latitudeoutdoors.com and see if their sales are the right fit for you.